You know, Jason, I think this podcast is made out of paper. Okay, why? That's pretty terrible. You know, I'm actually really excited to record this Father's Day podcast with you today. Hi, actually really excited to record this podcast with me today. I'm Dad. It's a dad joke off! All right, you ready to joke me off? (laughs) I'm going to have to do a try. (laughs) That's how you always do it. So, uh, hey, Jeff. Yes? What's made of brass and sounds like Tom Jones? I don't know. Trombones. Jason, Mm -hmm. three years ago, I went to the doctor and he told me I was going deaf. Oh, really? Yeah, I haven't heard from him since. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hey, Jeff, how many ears does Captain Kirk have? I assume two. Mm, Three. Left ear, right ear, and the final front ear. My, um, I've got some sad news. Oh, no. My obese parrot died. What a shame. But it's actually a huge weight off my shoulders. Good. That was a good one. Uh, you know, I tried drag racing the other day. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's murder trying to run in heels. Did you hear about the man who fell into an upholstery machine? No. It turned out okay. He's fully recovered. So uh, Becky keeps telling me, stop pretending to be butter. But now I'm on a roll. Hey, uh, do you know why people hate cliffhangers? Hmm. Why? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, so remember we did that story on uh, Notre Dame burning down? Yeah. Uh, what we didn't talk about was the cheese factory next door that also caught on fire. Uh, there was a huge explosion and there's nothing left but debris. Why did the uh, Scarecrow win an award? Mm, I don't know. Because he was outstanding in his field. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Becky asked me to clear the table the other day after dinner. I had to run, but I made it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, why do we record this podcast together? Why? Because it's the hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jason. I'm Jeff. And I'm Dad. <laughs> On today's show. Seven, nine, an Indian sewer. What do you expect after all that Indian food? Did you hear about the squirrel addicted to meth? He's nuts. Damn Texas boys, we're in a heap of trouble. Curse you, boss hog! Dead partner replica sex dolls. At least I'm used to this starfish. Honeybees can recognize numbers, but can they count to a bazillion? Good one. Hey, Jeff. Uh, hey. We had to rush through them. I through those. I had. I try to surprise you with some jokes every once in a while in the <laughs> intro. Uh, I didn't feel like it was super rushed. We had a good, and that was our first try. We did it in yeah. one one take. That's good, and it wasn't even funny joke either. So it's mm. perfect. <laughs> it's perfect for our show. So it's the Father's Day episode in which we will do no stories about fathers. Yes, there are no no Father's Day things other than our dad jokes at the beginning. Right, and so, uh, my but, Father's Day last. Yeah. On on Sunday. Yeah, a few days ago. A few days ago, yeah. Yeah, so Father's Day. So I, we, I didn't celebrate Father's Day until like 2012. I didn't celebrate it until um, Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like my kid has hated me <laughs> for five years oh until gosh, fuck you, Dad. just until Sunday. Like she woke up in the morning, the other morning. It's summer break, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, good morning. And she was like, 
morning, daddy. And she's never said good morning to me like that at all. Normally I Usually say- she's like, don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. Yeah, pretty much. She goes, hmm, or something <laughs> like that in the morning. Or no. Mm-hmm. So that's nice yeah. to have a, a pleasant child in the morning. Well, my daughter was very into Father's Day for some reason. Yeah. She's like, days before, do you know what Sunday is? It's Father's Day. <laughs> so she was very excited by it. She she got me this little uh, uh, compass. Yeah. And they had it engraved and it says something like, always take me on adventures or something. Oh, that's it's adorable. Cute. Yeah. And then when we went out on Monday to, you know, just we went to the hands-on museum and mm-hmm. we did some stuff. And she said, Daddy, you need your compass in case we get lost. Oh. <laughs> it's like, all right, I'll take it with me then. That's true. Uh, Don't so, want to get lost. Yeah. Um, my daughter, if you mentioned like the the whispering thing, um, she'll say she'll say stuff like, Daddy, I got a new toothpaste. I'm like, all right, cool. And she goes, and I have a secret about it. And I'm like, what? And she goes, it has sparkles. Like, oh, wow. Yep. That's really hard for me to feign excitement, feign excitement about <laughs> sparkles. Well, thank goodness for that. It's part of being sparkles, a dad, I think. I guess. It's either that or you'd be like, I fucking knew already. I'm, I'm the one who bought the fucking toothpaste. <laughs> I knew it had sparkles. Christ. Jeez. So instead Don't... of talking about our weeks uh, for this Father's Day episode, because it's our first Father's Day episode, and we didn't plan this. I just got the idea. Why don't we talk about uh, what it's been like the last four or five years of being a dad? Oh, okay. That sprung. Okay. Quickly, though. Uh, quickly? Uh, <laughs> you know. Sum it up. Five words or less. Uh, a lot of daddy, daddy, daddy. So we were talking about right before we came down to record, uh, we're still, we still have a monitor. And not because mm, we mm-hmm. want it. Like We're talking about a... Yeah, like a baby monitor. A baby monitor for like she, you. Yeah. She's, she's four. Mm-hmm. Four and a half. She does not need a monitor. We do not need to hear what's going on. She's fine. But we still have it because she will not come out of her room. She will not leave it for any reason until we come and get her. So when she wakes up, she just goes, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. Oh, into the monitor? Daddy, <laughs> Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. Daddy. No, is she like up next to the monitor? No, she just lays in bed. She's laying in bed. Daddy, 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 daddy. And so this week, I've been trying to get her to stop using the monitor since I'm off school now. Oh, yeah. And so when I get up, when my wife goes to work, I get up and I come down and I run on the treadmill and do my uh, morning run. And I've been telling her, I won't be able to hear you because I'll be way down in the basement on the treadmill. So when you get up, you just need to come downstairs to see me because I won't be able to hear you. Right. And she goes, okay, I know that. And I was like, okay, cool. And so on Monday, my first day, I was running. I was like, good grief. She's sure is sleeping late. You know, it's like 8.30. She's usually up by like 7. Uh-huh. So, you know, uh, I get out. I finish my run. I go upstairs. And I hear, daddy, 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 oh. daddy, <laughs> daddy. It's pitiful. And then I go in the room. And I was like, hey. And then she starts crying. Oh. And I'm like. I told you I was going to be running, but you didn't come. And I was like, I told you I wouldn't be able to. Uh, and then every other day since then, she's gotten up like when I get up. Oh, you think so, she's getting up early because she's scared mm, to be left in a room? I don't think so. I think it's just that like prison. that's when she happens to wake Well, like today, though, I, I woke up late. Like mm-hmm. My wife got up to get ready. And usually that's when I get up, too. And I did not even hear her get out of the bed. I was just like completely knocked out. And so... 
she she you know says goodbye to me in the morning. And I was like, well, like I missed the entire like twenty minutes of her getting ready and all that. And I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm getting up now. And so it was like seven o'clock almost at that point. Mm. And she, you know, Sal popped up and was like, I'm awake. And I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna go run so you can watch TV if you want. Do you uh, sleep with the? Does she sleep with the door closed at night? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you opened the door, would that make it different for her? Do you uh, think? Well, so we can't open the door because then our dogs will want to go in and oh, like, and go stomp on her face. Yeah. yeah. Or like take all of her stuff. Like she she usually has like a cup of snacks, like mm-hmm. her bedtime snacks. Oh, yeah. And sometimes we'll hear her like wake up at like I don't know ten o'clock at night and just be like, <laughs> <laughs> and then go back to sleep. Um, you know, she has and she says I have it in case I get hungry. Oh, I'm like, wow. oh okay. Yeah. I mean, she eats like a bird, so whatever. Yeah. Oh. My parents would never have allowed. There's so many, so many things I do that my parents would never have allowed for me to do. <laughs> like having a, a drink of water. So uh, I know that you know this. Our listeners may not know this. I had a very strict stepdad. Oh, yes. Growing up. So I was allowed to have like a fan in my room. He was a real mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and like I wasn't allowed to have anything to drink in my room and like. Is that why you have a fan usually now? Uh, not in protest. It's just that I sleep hot. Yeah. That's a bit conceited. <laughs> no, like I'll sweat my nuts off oh. if I uh, if I don't sleep with a fan. Also, I can't sleep without background noise. Hmm. That occurred to me as like, you know, there's been a few times where you've stayed here overnight. And I'm always like, you know, it's the guest room. But you always end up on the couch anyway. And the TV's always on. And I'm, oh, like, yeah. and I'm like, oh, there's nothing upstairs in the guest room. Yeah, there's no like there, well we do have a radon mitigation system and it goes up against that side of the wall and so if you listen you hear like a mm-hmm. a radon mitigation system? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't so, know that. Yeah, when we moved in, you know, we had it checked and they're like, yeah, you have high levels of radon cuz that's a thing in Michigan. Yeah. Know, lots of radon. And so it's basically like a vacuum cleaner that sucks the air out. Why didn't you tell me this before we spent all this time in your basement? Because the system oh, it's sucks. being mitigated. Yes, right, it's being right, mitigated. Right, right, right. Sucking all the radon in and out into the, the air. So it's a real <laughs> radon sucker. It is. Radon puffer. <laughs> and there's a pole that it <laughs> smokes out of. It's really just vaping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were talking about uh, bad, really bad terms for gay people that like my dad used. <laughs> Peter puffer, pole smoker. Uh so and then now they would be a pole vapor. They would. <laughs> uh, so you, I, and I know I'm putting you on the spot, but <laughs> there may be people that are out there that aren't dads yet that mm-hmm. may want some advice. What, what is? Do you have any advice for uh, future dads? I don't know if I have anything useful. Okay. What I've always so what I've always thought about, like I see people get very intense about parenting, mm-hmm. and I am not. In fact, when my wife and I took our daughter for like one of her early checkups, our um, pediatrician was like, is this your first kid? And we're like, yeah. And like, she's like, you guys are really calm. And usually first time parents are more like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the reason I think that I, I am not freaked out about it is because my point of view is I'm a historian and humans have been around for like tens of thousands of years. And we currently live in literally the easiest time of all history ever. Uh-huh. Uh, so I think we'll be fine. Yeah. There's, but there's not much I can. Also, people die all the time too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so. but, but that's that's a, exactly. But that's the point of it too. Like you're less likely to die now of starvation, disease, Sids. hunger, uh, polio, you know, all these terrible things that up until this point in yeah. time in history. Oh, 
most likely made it. So that's why you had to have like 18 kids because like 12 of them were going to die. Dying in a pig trough full of water. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be horrible. Uh, being attacked by a rabid dog that yeah. you saved and he fought a wolf for you. Yeah. You didn't want to kill him. Well, like you're trying, you're trying to catch a wad of squirrels <laughs> and, <laughs> and you accidentally run out in front of a Model T. Yeah. <laughs> so the Model T Ford made the trouble. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's kind of my theory. Is like, you, you'll be fine. Yeah, don't don't worry. You can't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're going to keep it alive, and it's going to be fucked up in some way. So, as long as you do your best, and Actually. you like try and care, then you're fine. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a good father example. So <laughs> you have zero. Not it's not that your father wasn't good. It just he was non-existent. <laughs> well, he was pretty shitty too. Yeah. Oh, I mean that. May, I mean being not there is pretty shitty. But, yeah, uh, I oh mean, he did, he did that to like five kids. Yeah, so oh. yeah, and there, they showed up at our house at Christmas. <laughs> we're like, go the fuck away. There have been all these memes on. Uh, there's a, a Risa subreddit okay. uh, that just says like Star Trek <laughs> memes, and like there have been all these memes about how bad of a dad Worf is. <laughs> <laughs> and he actually was really bad because he was absent for the first like four years of the kid's life. It's the Klingon way. Yeah, he shows like the kid shows up with Bay Kalar or whatever, and then she dies. And then wait, wait, finally, wait. to be fair, I don't think he was aware there was a child. He didn't. No, he wasn't aware. But he so should have. You can't give him shit for not being there the first like four years if he didn't even know there was somewhere that he was supposed to be. He, if he had unprotected sex with this woman, with his two dicks. <laughs> I must have missed that part. And <laughs> you, you said there was a part in Discovery, yeah. and I watched There've all of Discovery, and I don't remember anything about two dicks. There have been a couple references to it. Uh, but, you know, you do it with your two dicks. Obviously, there's there's more, uh, you know, ridged, ridged foreheaded sperm in action. You for, know? Her, for her pleasure. Yeah, exactly. Uh, probably not. They're probably like very aggressive sperms that like punch her in the uterus. She should have been like three months or maybe like six months later. Like, hey, by the way, just wanted to message you on subspace and ask you, uh, are you pregnant? Because we kind of raw dogged it. We. <laughs> I feel like that. I feel like that would have been. No, it would have been a raw dog. It would have been like a raw targ. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I was trying to think of. <laughs> yes, we raw targed it in the holodeck. <laughs> Uh, do, do you think for like Valentine's Day they had like chocolate covered uh, gawk? Oh, gross! <laughs> feeding it to each other. <laughs> All right. Perhaps today is a good day to raw dog. <laughs> raw dog. I know. <laughs> Fucked it up. <laughs> uh, so. If you have any comments or suggestions, email us at thehourpod at gmail.com. <laughs> or if you see an interesting story, you can tweet it at us at thehourpod. Or if you'd like to um, give us the scenes in which they told us there were Klingons have two dicks, facebook.com slash thehourpod. I, I watched it. I didn't see it there. And since you asked, my fatherly advice <laughs> is... I'm very bad at the... The, the conversation like moves <laughs> one way and then we're in like Star Trek, but... yeah. Uh, well, no, that's why I came back to it. Yeah. So what is your fatherly advice? I don't have any. You don't have any either? No. No, I do. So uh, kind of like the helicopter parenting thing. So uh, after mm. my kid was born, um, I would like, <laughs> she would sleep so soundly when she was like a newborn the first couple mm. of weeks. I'd like shake her awake to make sure she was still alive. Okay. No, no, no. 
Yeah, I would. I would literally like have my finger under her nose to see if I could feel her breathing, and if I couldn't, I'd shake her to make sure she was still alive. Yeah. So, so because I guess it was my because re- they yeah. sleep so soundly. So I guess my related advice to that is, you're just going to assume that the child would be killed by all sorts of things, and you just have to keep that inside. Right. Uh, my other piece of advice is, uh, well, well, that wasn't advice. That was just a, don't worry about it. It's fine. They're no. probably fine. No, they're uh, but then our parents raised us, and we turned out horrible, and they thought they were, they were, they were doing their best. So, Did we really turn out horrible? Didn't, did we like not I'm, turn out horrible? I feel like I'm fine. How do you, con- what do you, how do you consider yourself uh, successful? Uh, so w- what traits or what things do I think of as success? Yeah, because you say you turned out fine. Like, what do you, how do you gauge that? Um, I made it through college twice mm-hmm. with high grades. I have a job. I have a house. I have a family. I'm not on meth. Oh, so yeah. Know. That's I mean that is true. Yeah, I, I don't murder or steal or kill or anything oh, like that. So that's pretty good too. I mean, by objective standpoint, I feel I'm fine. I don't know what I expected with that answer, yeah, but that I don't know what sounds you're pretty good. Yeah. I mean, same with you. Like you've got a well, nice are, job. The only you've got why, a house and a family and a. Those are all you're things doing that fine too. we uh, were instilled. Were instilled in us by our parents that in order to be successful, you have to go to college and get a college degree and you have to have a good job that pays really well and you have to have a house and a kid and whatever. I feel like those are kind of like just like baseline kind of saying Like you want yeah. a job where you don't have to worry about money, right? I mean, yeah, of course. And so to do that. But the... we shouldn't need to have jobs so we wouldn't have to worry mm-hmm. about where our next meal is coming from. Well, I mean, do you want to be a farmer? I mean, I would have been if I had to. I mean, but, but do you I don't want to, to be a farmer? Do I want to be a farmer? I've never done it. I don't know. It sounds like pretty shitty work. It's it's a lot of work. There's a lot of literal shit involved. I think you need. I think the thing, if you wanted to feed your entire family for like a year, you'd need at least three acres worth of uh, farm. Yeah, it's one land. acre per person per year. Yeah. yeah, and that includes, um, and not just crops, that includes like all the chickens space your chickens and cows yeah. and shit need. You have to kill chickens? Yeah. I don't know if I could do that. Although if my, I was raised doing that, maybe I could do it. My grandma know. tells stories. So she grew up in like the middle of nowhere, Kentucky. Yeah. In like this, you know, old house kind of a thing. Yeah. And she talked about my great grandma walking up to the house from the chicken area with, you know, a chicken in each arm, like... <laughs> twirling them around to break their necks and just <laughs> so i could not do that I, I went vegetarian for like eight months because i had to take care of a bird that i had hit with a lawnmower oh, so you're such so, a millennial snowflake i just felt like there's a lot of suffering in the world and maybe i don't want to add to it that's sweet but All tomorrow right. fuck the animals so this uh <laughs> this intro uh has been like almost 20 minutes. It's so, okay. The story, I thought we probably talked a little about Father's Day. And so yeah. the stories I picked weren't like the longest. Oh, okay. So yeah. I think it's, hey, it's not the length. It's what you do with them. I mean, even the smallest dick can make a child. <laughs> you would know. <laughs> Boom. Small dick <laughs> joke. I don't usually make those. That was weird. I, I, feel, I apologize. Yeah. It's all right. Usually your wife is making them. <laughs> <laughs> to you <laughs> about you are you fucking my wife not with my tiny dick <laughs> <laughs> all 
right. Let's move on, shall we? Uh, update. <laughs> we have an update. Update. So we did our story. We talked about Notre Dame back in April when the fire destroyed most of the cathedral. Wait, can we call it Notre Dame again yet? <laughs> Only if it's in Indiana. <laughs> Uh, but on June 15th, uh, exactly two months after the fire, about 30 people, mainly priests and church workers, held the first mass in the building since the fire took place in April. Really? So, How many kilograms was it? Uh, eight. Uh, so the attendees all had to wear hard hats and others were able to watch live on uh, Catholic TV. Ooh, glad they weren't watching it dead. <laughs> well, I mean, we don't know. They might have been. A lot of ghosts. I'm trying to throw some dad jokes in here. Are they working? <laughs> they are. Good. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So they got to have mass for the first time. It was kind of funny watching them in the robes. with <laughs> Because like, before they the, just had gravity. They did. And no mass. Yeah. Now they have mass and gravity. Yeah. And if you multiply it together, you have energy. Only if you multiply it by the speed of light. Yeah. Squared. Pi R squared. I don't know. E equals MC squared. We have this thing... Uh, my daughter we <laughs> it's like uh, which we are we talking of right so um you're alone right now jeff our dog i'm so alone we don't have a dog uh, our my dog oh your dog with my family one oh. of them uh is uh obsessed with squirrels she mm. hates them and she wants to kill them of course because that's what mm. dogs do she's a squirrel racist she's a yeah she's a speciesist against squirrels mm-hmm mm-hmm so um, we, she's like she was Strom Terrier. She was, or no, yes, yeah, Strom yeah. Thurman. Yeah, okay. that's good. She was standing outside one time, and she was really looking at these, at this like two or three squirrels or whatever that were like running around on the. Were on they the in a No, running around the electrical thing, you know. And she's like really looking, and like she's doing. It looks like she's doing calculations in her head. And we thought, well, I, we thought I thought that she should be saying, "Oh, how do I capture these?" Oh, this E equals MC squirrels. <laughs> and so we thought that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And so we kept saying it. And then my daughter was young enough where she didn't understand what that meant. And so uh, we said E equals MC squirrels. And she thought we said Eva's scumpy squirrels. And so she would just say Eva's scumpy squirrels like that. Eva's scumpy right. You know? And uh, it was funny. It was cute. And that was like our thing. We have a nickname for our daughter. This is not on topic. We have a nickname for our daughter mm-hmm. uh, that we don't use I mean, very ev- much anymore. Everyone has a nickname for their, their kids, right? Right. So uh, we, her name's Amelia, mm-hmm. and uh, she went through this like week-long spurt of she just screamed for a whole fucking week. Mm. And so we started calling her Screamelia, mm. and that turned into Scramelia, and that turned into Scram. And now she's That's the great. Scram. All right. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, for a long That's time, nice. don't put me down like that. I'm not an asshole. It's a, de- it's a nice <laughs> transition. I like how it evolved. I've had more to drink, I uh, think, being this sincere. episode. Thank you. Uh, That's nice, dear. So for the first uh, few months, we called our daughter just baby because she was a baby. I'm like, oh, baby. Yeah. And so like for a very long time, we just called her baby. Oh, cute. And then we're like, hmm, that's weird. We should probably give her a name, yeah, you said. Should, well, she had a name, but we oh. just called her baby instead. Yeah. Uh, and then she'd be a booty, so we call her booty now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. A booty is in like she'd a jerk. A, yeah, she's right. being a butt. Being a butt, yeah. Stop being a booty. My uh, my mom hates the word booty. Why? Because, this is stupid, and I'm <laughs> upset that I know why. When she was, like, in elementary school, some girl on the playground was wearing a dress and like, do you want to see my booty? And was, like, showing off her booty. Like, lifting the dress up and showing it off? Or? Yes. 
right. I mean, that, that seems like a weird reason to hate. And that disgusted your mom so much that Apparently. she doesn't like the word booty the rest yeah, of her life. She was life. like eight years old, like, <gasps> how dare you? How dare you? Punching her, clutching her pearls. <laughs> I almost said punching her squirrels. <laughs> punching her squirrels? <laughs> yeah, they're that's how you get the water Grab one tail and just... <laughs> All right, this is this episode is off the rails already. Talk uh, about silent but deadly. Yeah, so seven people have died cleaning a sewer in western India. Oh, no. Yes. So four sanitation workers and three staff at the Darshan. Darshan? 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 Darshan. Darshan. I was making that way more difficult than it needed to be. <laughs> yeah, we're still working on it, too. Darshan. Uh, the Darshan Hotel fell unconscious and died on Friday night after inhaling toxic fumes. Okay, so if you're a sanitation worker, mm-hmm. I would expect that you would know about this. But if you're a hotel staff, like what do you like? Were they maintenance staff? You think at the hotel, or were they like maids? I feel were like they it was maintenance hops? staff or something. Maintenance well, staff. So basically, what happened was one sanitation worker entered the septic tank. Uh, and he didn't return or respond to calls. Uh-huh. So his three colleagues went in to find him. Oh, that's dumb. Uh, I've, do they? They have they have a big uh, movie scene in India. Do they? Do they not have horror movies? I guess not. Uh, and then when those four didn't come out, three <laughs> staff members went oh. in looking for them, and they also fell unconscious and died. You know. Like, I feel like you, you you tie a rope around you and you go. Every movie is like that. They're going through like a portal or something. They yeah. tie a rope and then you can pull them back in. But if you're unconscious, you can't pull the rope. Yeah, but if you don't respond, they can pull you back. Oh, that's right, the thing. Right. right. Yeah, so, so I feel like uh, this is an uh, X Files episode that happened. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, but it was like a, some kind of weird alien like uh, alligator mixed life form or whatever in the mm-hmm. water. That sounds awful. You know, in farms, they have to, um, there's so much uh, carbon dioxide and stuff from cow shit and methane and stuff. And then yeah, it they put them in those pools, right? Yeah, it settles because it's heavier than air. Like, mm-hmm. you, you can't go in those pits because it might yeah, kill you. Yeah. Uh, there was a similar thing in China, and someone had dropped their iPhone in, and they, like, went in to get it and just dead. Yeah. And then someone, like, wanted to go in and get the person, and everyone was holding them back, like, no, you go in there, you're going to die. Yeah. But that's gross. Shit also, is, like, the worst. There are lakes that, that have pockets of carbon dioxide, like, in them, and then when mm-hmm. they turn over because of the weather, because lakes do turn over, like... The top goes to the bottom. I didn't really know yeah, this until like my stepdad told stuff, me. Right? Yeah. Uh, like when, yeah. So uh, when that happens, the carbon dioxide can be released and uh, you could die from that. Like a bunch of cattle and shit have died from that. And that's people. crazy. Uh, that's, why and people. You, that's why you need like open air, like the beginning scene of Slumdog Millionaire. Never saw it. Oh, well, it starts off and they're like in this like giant platform high above the edge of a river and yeah. basically like you shit down into the side of the river. So it's a good movie. You should see it. We should watch it. I really just want to shit off a platform <laughs> a few hundred feet in the air. Uh, we used to have a friend who talked about how you'll never know what it feels like to shit while running. Why not? Because how are you going to run and shit at the same that time? That sounds like a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> it does. You just have to keep going. Yeah. Sounds horrible. Run and shit. You're going to have some mud pies between you know the thighs. How, um, yeah. mud, mud pies. pies between the thighs. I love it. 
you know how like uh, when you have like ribbons for balloons, mm-hmm. and you take a um, a pair of scissors and like run it along the ribbon, it'll start getting mm-hmm. curly. Mm-hmm. That's what happens to your poop when you run and poop at the same time. It gets all ribbony like, and curly. It's like cheese puffs, <laughs> only less airy. Uh, so if the- you would like to contact us and let us know how disgusting we are, <laughs> no the, one's listening anymore. The hour pod at, on Twitter or. Whatever. Uh, the hotel owner has been charged over the deaths, and what? authorities have pledged financial assistance to the victims next of kin. I was curious about that too. Like, was there safety standards that weren't met? Yeah. Or, like, well, was, there. Yeah. I mean, why would you go into a septic tank? Because, well, uh, if your employer says you have to go in there, you're going to get fired. Sometimes people like their life depends on their job, so they would yes, do it anyway. Yeah, that's true. But. Uh, there are like all these permits and stuff that you have to get for like enclosed, at least in Michigan, enclosed space permits. Even if you're going to be in uh, like underneath the, um, you know, a lot of offices have like a raised floor where all mm-hmm. the cabling and HVAC and stuff run. Oh, like beneath. a Jeffrey's tube. Like a Jeffrey's tube, yeah. But sometimes those Jeffrey's tubes run out of oxygen and you have like. Really? Yeah. It's weird. So you have to like have a confined space work permit where it's safe and stuff. So well, they must not have one of those. Well, a group is campaigning to end manual sanitation work, and they estimate that nearly 1,800 sewer cleaners have died from suffocation during the last 10 years. I wonder if this has – because, you know, they the India had the caste system mm. for a long time, and they, yep. they're kind like of having – an untouchable job, right? Yeah. They're kind of having like a prolonged – still having a prolonged problem with – the caste system, I wonder if they... Yeah. Like, it's, it's still kind of issue. like us with racism, right? We, it's, you know, slavery ended, but all that set up, the way society was set up, continued on. Right. Even, you know, much, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. Racism was cured by us in one of our episodes, like <laughs> six episodes ago. Uh, well, uh, Mitch McConnell this week said that uh, electing Barack Obama was a form of reparations. Oh, so, you know, fuck Yikes. that turtle piece of shit. So, uh, Let's put him down in Indian sewer. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So we watched um, – uh, there was a, a show on Netflix, I think, about the Central Park Five mm-hmm. when they see us um, or when you see us. I don't remember. But anyway, it's – When hard. someone sees something. Yeah. It was very hard to watch. When you see like something, it. say something. Because watching The Handsbane's Tale – is, I haven't watched it. Really? It's fine. Mm-hmm. I like that show. It's like depressing and very heavy mm-hmm. because it hasn't happened um, yet. <laughs> but uh, watching like a, the, um, a show about the Central Park Five, like that stuff actually happened. And that's actually more depressing because it is real to me. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's hard to watch. It is. Which was a 30 Rock joke. Next issue. There's a nutty squirrel owner. Sorry, I was waiting for the, in, the flushing uh, nah, noise. I'm not editing this. This is bullshit. It's, uh, of course, in Alabama. Uh, Alabama investigators say 35-year-old, same age as me, <laughs> Mickey Polk kept a cage attack squirrel in his apartment and fed it meth to ensure it stayed aggressive. So how, how useful is an attack squirrel if it's caged? I think you let it out of the cage eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, it's illegal in Alabama, by the way, to have a pet squirrel. That's because squirrels are only good for eating or marrying. <laughs> uh, eating or wearing, you said? Marrying. Oh, marrying. That's funny. <laughs> eating, wearing, and marrying. Uh, Paul is wanted on multiple charges, including possession of a controlled, controlled substance. Was the squirrel the controlled substance? <laughs> he kept it in a cage. 
multiple controlled substances. You got the you got the squirrel. You got the meth. Um, you know, if he had a wad of squirrels, he could have a whole gang. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Feed them it's all meth. meth gang. But except for one of them who would be like, guys, guys, everyone just calm down. And everyone's like, <laughs> kill him. <laughs> so, so a spokesman for the limestone, limestone county. It's a limestone county. I mean, Sheriff's he... office says there was no safe way to test the squirrel for meth. <laughs> so how did they know he was giving it meth? Did they walk in and he had like the spoon and the lighter yeah. and stuff? Yeah, it's really hard. He caught his tail on fire. <laughs> Lost a few of his teeth. So squirrels dig holes anyway. <laughs> was that a thing? Uh, like apparently a, a lot of meth users dig holes. Really? Yeah. In their yard or I mean, whatever. Or is that just a code for like they're not good with needles? <laughs> Digging maybe. a hole in there. Oh, ouch. <laughs> Uh, no, but apparently that is a thing uh, really? with meth users. They don't know what else to do. When I was little, we used to dig holes in my grandma's backyard. Well, did we you? were not on meth. Grandma, I'll give you meth. I mean, so we were on rock candy though. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, you just gotta. That's pretty know, good. Heat it up and yeah, in your eyes though. That's so she didn't see the tracks. <laughs> God, that's horrible. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they could tell. That the squirrel was on meth. Maybe so, he admitted to doing it. Good old Mickey Polk. There's a, uh, well, the police knew about, they had been given a heads up about the meth attack squirrel before they went to serve the warrant for, uh-huh. uh, or the search warrant. So, so like, there, there, there's a meth squirrel in there, just be aware. When I like, first read this story, I thought he was, like, there was... <laughs> They were having, like, squirrel fighting matches. See, that's why I originally kind right. of thought as well. I was like, you know, if, uh, you know, maybe this is his way to be ready to go at the squirrel fight. Like yeah, a fight. right. Give him meth and he'll be awake for days yeah. and then he'll be able to fight. Yeah. But apparently. No, it was just like his attack squirrel. It's just like it was just in his home. And when, if someone would come over looking for meth, he would unleash the attack squirrel. Yeah. So there's a video maybe. at the, the, um news site there's a video of the squirrel in the cage like, oh really running around no it's and not the, running around it, it's not like constantly <laughs> running but it's like climbing up the sides and like but it looks like it's acting like a normal squirrel acting all squirrely or yeah, acting all methy very squirrely and the police guy is standing there and you can't see the police guy's face but you hear him talking on like the phone or something he's like yeah i'm here with a crazy squirrel <laughs> so i'll be sure to post that on the, the facebook gosh how is that squirrel if it loses its teeth to meth it's never going to be able to eat nuts. I know. How's that squirrel going to survive in the wild? It's going to have to eat some other kind of nuts to <laughs> keep his... soft nuts. Yeah. Somebody's going to have to make it like a nut shake, <laughs> a nut milkshake. Uh, I think a nut shake is something different. <laughs> Maybe. I think I think it, it's related to the joke I was making. <laughs> a nut shake sounds like a, a, like a rough hand job. It is. You, you're doing that, and then you grab the balls and just shake them a little. I was just saying, if there's no lube on the hand job, you start jacking it real hard, and the nuts just shake back and forth. You know, <laughs> it's never happened to me. Uh, you have to be less aggressive when you masturbate, Jeff. <laughs> me, I'm fine. Oh, you sorry. Know, you have to be less aggressive when you give hand jobs, Jeff. Thank you very much. I uh, wanted some advice, mm. and let's get let's now give some. Okay. And now for our segment, where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the Hour Advice. All right, Jason, we've got about 16 years of parenting between us. That's true. Yeah. So I figured who 
who better than us <laughs> to talk about uh, some some pregnancy and parenting advice on Yahoo Answers? Well, definitely not my parents. <laughs> as, as, much as, dead, okay. as much as my mom tried, she really tried. So mm-hmm. the um, I mentioned my horrible stepdad earlier. Mm-hmm. So um, in my mom's mind, like at the time, it was better for us to be with him because um, – Otherwise, like she just had like a job that didn't pay very much. And so yeah. we would be two incomes are better than one. We would be yeah. poor and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. like we'd have to move and stuff. And so she thought at the time it was better for us. And yeah. she apologizes to us now for keeping us with him or whatever. And we're like, Mom, you just did the best yeah. you thought. Like you just. What can you do? Exactly. What can you do? We could have moved to Tennessee and I'd be a fucking redneck right now. Or would I? I don't know. So, Jeff, do you find it normal that parents still demand from their 16, almost 17-year-old daughter that she has to complete her homework and study for at least two hours a day before she can leave the house again? Interesting. So, that's an interesting rule because I don't think um, you should put an hourly time on the amount of studying you have to do, right? Uh, I guess it depends. I don't know. I'm fine with this rule. I, I Every think day, though? if Five days a week? If you have straight A's, then clearly you don't need to do as much anymore. Mm. But if you're not pulling enough grades, then you probably need more practice time. Mm. So See, it, it, depends on, it depends on what kind of classes we're talking about, what they're doing. Like, I wouldn't just set a flat two hours. But definitely, like, you're not going anywhere using technology or anything until you, what you need to do is done. Right. And, uh, but and I was you are not... prepared for... Whatever. I did not need to study when I was a kid. Yeah. I needed to do homework, and Mm. that's true. So as long as my homework was done, and I I didn't need to study, so why would you hold me for two hours if my homework was done? Because a lot of times I would complete the worksheet or whatever in class before we left because I just didn't want to have to deal with it when I got home. So They they, also turn off the Wi-Fi at 10 p.m. even on weekends. Yeah. So as a 16-year-old, I would say. I'm fine with this too, though. I would say your parents have control over the house, unfortunately for you. And you need to sleep. Yeah. Like this is actually, that's a series. I've been reading some articles about like the issue of sleep deprivation because kids are like sleeping with their phones and getting woken up at like two in the morning with text messages. Oh yeah. Uh, And they're not getting like the amount of sleep that they need. Mm. So I'm generally fine with these things. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how I'll be when my kid's older because things are going to be way different. Yeah. They'll have the Wi-Fi in their head. I'm sure, but I, I don't. I don't think I would control the Wi-Fi. I don't think I'd turn off the Wi-Fi. I think I would just tell her to stop. And if she doesn't stop, it's really. I mean, once they're that old, once once the kids are out of your sight, you can't control what they do. No, definitely not. So out of my sight means also in her room with her door closed. Mm, I guess. So I'm. But I'm I, not I, going to turn the Wi-Fi off, especially because I want the fucking Wi-Fi. Well, you can adjust. You can mm. do things. Maybe you. I think we have a <laughs> we've we've talked about a policy of like technology stays on the first floor. Oh, uh-huh. like you don't take it up to your bedroom. Oh. You leave it downstairs so you can get a good night's sleep. Yeah. So. Well, I, I think we need to teach younger people how to disconnect. Yeah. We uh, also need to teach um, older people, people, yeah, people how to age. set their watches to silent when they're recording a podcast. Uh, well, Jason. You, would, you would think that, oh, no, that's a family text. Sorry, that was the problem. So your wife sometimes does text us like in the middle of the podcast saying, hey, you should do this story or whatever. That's true. And that's sometimes true. we do. So that's, yeah. that's fine. 
Okay, so household rules. My children think our household rules are too strict. However, I was brought up in an old-fashioned strict household and it taught us discipline and respect. Some of my rules are eat all your dinner before you're excused from the table and you must ask to be excused. All homework must be completed straight. Dot, dot, dot. Show Whoa. more. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it must be completed straight after school and no phones or electronics are allowed unless it's to do with school. Must read an educational or fictional book before bed and all electronics away before eight. So this sounds like what you... We're talking about. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't agree with the eating all your dinner thing. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think when that. you're full, you're full. Right. Uh, and I have the struggle sometimes with my daughter as well because she'll be like, this morning, for example, she said she was hungry. She wanted some toast. So I made her two pieces of toast as she wanted. And then she ate half of one piece. Oh. And so I said, all right, well, you're not going to get any snacks until lunch because you clearly are full. Right. So since you didn't want to eat all this, you're going to have to wait two hours until lunch before you get anything else. And she was like, oh, man. And I was like, well, she says that a lot. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> it's very cute. Yeah. Uh, well, before we go on from this, I want to say that my daughter is very picky eater. And we kind of do the same thing where I don't, I don't, you don't have to finish your plate. That's not what I'm after. Yeah. Because that's just how much you load it up on your plate is not necessarily how much you need to eat. Yeah. However, Eyes are bigger than stomachs quite often. Kids are jerks and they don't eat. What they need to eat, and then they're going to yeah. be hungry later. So what we do is we just say, okay, this is if you're not hungry now, that's fine. We'll put this plate of yours in the yeah. fridge, and mm-hmm. you can eat it later. If Absolutely, you're we've done that too, right? Um, because I blame my fatness on the fact that I had to finish my plate mm. every day, mm-hmm. and food is obviously better when it's warm. It's uh, so much worse than it's cold, yeah. especially things like liver and onions Ooh. and like mashed sweet potatoes and like all these other things that I didn't like to eat mm-hmm. that I would be forced to eat in t- before I could leave the table. And sometimes I'd be there for like an hour after dinner. And then when you get older, you can like eat anything you want and then you're used to eating everything. And uh, But I'm used to eating it very quickly. And so I eat super fast before you it gets cold. Too much yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's what I do. I blame someone else for my own fatness. Mm. I, I know exactly why I am fat. And it's that is? Arby's and Mrs. Fields. <laughs> so That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I was, so during that period, one, I wasn't living, in, oh, and Applebee's. So oh, I got to throw mm, it Yeah. So during that period where I gained all my weight, I was working at the mall, but I was also, li- my living conditions were not optimal. And so I didn't have, I didn't, I, I could have taken a lot of extra steps to like, shop for myself in different ways and yeah then, but it was more convenient just to eat at work at the mall right uh and then by the time i got off work at like 10 o'clock i hadn't had dinner and i couldn't make dinner when i got home because of the situation and so we go out to applebee's because they were still open oh and yeah, yeah you know eat like 2,000 calories probably right um at least and that was like multiple times a week and so yeah. The best part was when there was a Coney Island and a Burger King. In the oh ball. my gosh, the Coney oh Island gosh. was so great. It was very good. Oh, you could get to it was go Kirby's, on that. right? Kirby's Coney yeah. Island. Mm-hmm. They're so good. Actually, uh, Jonathan B. Pub. Yeah. They were really good too. However, oh my gosh, yeah, I forgot about Jonathan B. Pub. <laughs> my worst, uh, I, I didn't feel good about eating there anymore when I was working at Brookstone and we sold these like sonic pest repellent things. Uh-huh. Like it was supposed to like make roaches and bugs and things like flee the sound yeah and so someone returned one and i was like oh was there anything wrong with it and they said yeah it didn't work i was like okay cool uh and then 
you know, as I was filling out the information, like, cause you have to, where's it from? Yeah. It was like one of the managers from the pub. Oh, no. And I was like, wait, 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 oh, wait, no. wait. It didn't work. Because <laughs> <sighs> they were so good. Mall restaurants are notorious for having, because there's so many restaurants and so oh, yeah. many people and so much trash. Yeah. It's notorious for having like pests and stuff. You know, all the years I worked in the mall, none of my stores that I worked at, we have, we never had any pest problems. Really? There, there, there weren't like mice. There weren't roaches and bugs or anything like that. I used to work for Cintas. Um, mm-hmm. And there was a Johnny Rockets in one of the malls in oh. Georgia. And uh, they had this, it was like a, the restaurant was a converted from something else. And they had this whole big stock room that they didn't use very much. Well, if you walked in, and the room was about as big as this basement. It was pretty big, like mm-hmm. 20 by 10 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you walked in, and their dirty towels were just like in like a stand right in the middle of the room, which was weird. Yeah, that's weird. Um, but then as you dig through the dirty towels, like roaches and shit oh, would crawl oh, out, gross, like bugs gross, would fly gross, away. Gross. So that was pretty gross. But, I mean, at least they did something about moving the roaches in the middle. <laughs> I, I, I guess. Uh, let's change the subject. Hey, Jeff, uh, <laughs> why are most teen moms losers? Only 40% of teen moms finish high school. Fewer Ouch. than 2% finish college by age 30. Young women who give birth while attending a community college are 65% less likely to complete their degree than women who do not have children during that time. Okay. Why are they such not, losers? Maybe they're not losers. Maybe they're trying to take care of their child. Yeah. Because maybe you're uh, taking care of a child is, is a lot of hard work. Yeah. It's very demanding. So yeah. maybe you're just an asshole. Maybe you're just a fucking dick. Yeah. And by the way. Probably a Republican. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, 40% of teen mothers finish high school. Uh, where is that from? Yeah. Well, I want to know where the stats are. Well, apparently the ncsl.org. Yeah. So that is the um, National Conference of State Legislatures. Okay. Teen pregnancy affects graduation rates. Okay. Well, obviously. Yeah. I mean, because it's hard taking care of a kid. Yeah. And especially in just like last week, we did that story about how, you know, they don't want kids born out of wedlock. So force them to get married. (laughs) Right. And then, you know, they have to stay home, take care of the kid. Yeah. So are they losers or are they just good? Moms, or or are they being pressured into it through society's norms and right uh, shit like that? And how do you refer to someone as a loser? How do you judge someone if they don't graduate in high school? Are they a loser? I don't think so. I, I would say it's, it's there's so much more to that. I, well, loser is such a very subjective kind of term. You know what some people might find like some people are like, oh, you're an artist, you're a loser, or you're a musician, you don't do anything like you know what a loser yeah so i I think it's very like depends on your point of view yeah jason i have one more question for you okay uh so the kids seem depressed that wife's boyfriend moved out why and what can i do so i just got out of prison (laughs) six year sentence the parole board was nice enough to let me out in time for father's day uh, before I went away, um, and this is not a quote in here, but um, Yahoo Answers was very popular. That's why he came back. My wife and I came to an agreement. She'd allowed, she's allowed to see other people with the understanding that it wouldn't be serious, and she dumped them when I got out. She, I, and even the boyfriend were all on board with this, but the kids apparently aren't. She let a student move <laughs> in with her while she was in school, and they became an item. What kind of student? Okay, uh, with the expectation she, he'd move out. When he graduated. Perfect, right? They screwed up 
on the birth control, and she had a second child, but no biggie. She wanted a large family. Her biological clock was ticking, and I was in no position (laughs) to help. Well, he moved out a month ago, and I moved in two weeks ago. I can understand, and then there's nothing after that. (laughs) So that's a very long question. So basically, sounds like this guy was in prison. Uh, His wife uh, shacked up with some other person, and um, he moved out, and the kids are sad. What are you going to do about that, Jason? Sorry, I'm trying to find out what the rest of that is. I'm, he said, I can understand. I can understand why his kid, five, would be upset. Oh, his well, kid? Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, he left that, his kid? The, no, no, that's the kid that he had with the wife. Right. So the dude, when he left, he left his own kid with a prisoner? I guess. So I can understand why his kid would be upset, but I'm a little pissed mine, 13, is acting all sulky. <laughs> Do I have the right to be pissed at my wife over this? Would discipline fix the problem? How can I resolve this? I'm It's bumming me out. Wow. So okay, first so, of all, this guy has great grammar for being in prison for six years. Well, you don't I mean, know why he was in prison. It looks really great. Maybe yeah. it was like a embezzlement of like Trump's golf course or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so why are you making assumptions? I just watched a Frasier episode about that Me? today. Yeah. I'm just saying he has great grammar. I so made no you can't assumptions. have great grammar if you're in, in prison? Uh, Jason. <laughs> why are all teen moms losers? Because they have horrible grammar. Mm. That's why. Uh, so if you were fine with her fucking someone before you got out, why do you care now? So. I mean, just because you're out, so suddenly there's a difference? Yeah, so that... I, I don't feel like I would... Um, I, I wouldn't expect uh, my wife to wait for me necessarily if I was in prison for six years. Six years is a long time. But I also wouldn't expect the dude to just up and move out when I got out, I guess. I mean, six years is... I mean, obviously they've been together for like five years. Right. Well, yeah. I mean... Because you can't just like have someone move in and just like have sex with them and have a kid with them and then not care about them, right? Yeah, I think you're simplifying the idea that, oh, well, there'll be no emotional attachment whatsoever in the right. situation. So right. why, is the, why, like, why would this kid who's now 13 feeling upset that someone who's been in their life since the age of like eight is suddenly not there every day? Like, Okay. That's and so what about ridiculous. that she let a student move in with her? It, I, I feel it has to be like college. Well, he was in school and became an item. I, I hope that this has to do with like college right yeah and not like a person that is like a teacher that had a student <laughs> moved in with him but you know maybe uh he's not a prisoner i don't know what you went to prison for bro but i he maybe he's not a prisoner and um they liked him better he's a prisoner of his emotions <laughs> it must have been love no, but it's over no. now all right sorry that was my share impression apparently <laughs> That's my great impression. Well, I her. Speaking of dumbasses. Uh, uh, before we start this, I'm sorry. There was a, uh, do you remember we did the talent show in high school? Yes. Yeah. We, didn't, the, we weren't in the talent show, but we like hosted or whatever with the drama club. Yeah. And there was this uh, band that they were, they were a Creed cover band. Oh God. I do don't you, remember this. Do you think they're really embarrassed now? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> that they had formed so. a Creed cover band. <laughs> Cause this was in like 99, like right when Creed came out before they like got overplayed and, and got a bad reputation or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I like those do songs. They, uh, disagree. 
You don't like with arms wide open? No, I don't. I, I, hate, I literally hate that song, actually. Welcome to this place. Yeah. We'll show you everything. Uh, so t- that's I've a been... Father's Day song because he found out he wrote that song or whatever. That's that's the the. Okay, just because I'm a dad doesn't mean I need to give a shit. <laughs> that he wrote that song after he found out he just became a father. Uh, so I've been saving this one, and I forgot to do it on your return show. Oh, okay. Uh, because I thought this was just a funny one. Oh, yeah. Uh, and cool. I was like, all right. So two Texas men yep. died. Friday, or oh. died. Yep. Oh, no. Uh, after they tried to jump over an open drawbridge <laughs> with their car after it had been closed so boat capacity. The drawbridge is the one that comes up. It is. Right? In the yeah. middle. So, so yeah. yeah, came up because there was a boat that needed uh-huh. to pass. Uh, the, the witness says a man got out of the car and pushed up the, the gate arm. Okay. And then reversed. Because they didn't want to damage the gate arm, I guess. <laughs> and then reversed and accelerated forward in an attempt to jump the ramp of the bridge. Boy. Uh, Louisiana State Police responded to a single car crash shortly after 2 a.m. at the Black Bayou Bridge, which is about six miles south of Lake Charles. So the Black Bayou Bridge, this sounds like East Texas. <laughs> it's very close. It's, yeah. It seems to be on the border. Yeah. Uh, the car landed in the water and sank to the bottom. <laughs> After much hullabaloo, I assume. Right? I'm sure. Lots of splashing and bubbling. And the best part was as they were flying cursing. over it, they hit the horn. It was like... The driver was found inside the car, and the passenger was found outside the vehicle after first managing to escape. Oh, but he still died? I he guess. got out of the car and still died? Maybe he got like trapped under the car? Maybe. Well, the problem was that the doors were welded shut, and they could only go through the windows. <laughs> And, and the windows were also welded shut. Yeah, they, they were. <laughs> There's a so, severe de- 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 severe design flaw. Yeah, severe. Much uh, they, like they the did, actual uh, General Lee. <laughs> they did a uh, MythBusters episode about how to get out of your car mm-hmm. when there's when you're in the water or whatever. Yeah, because the, the water pressure. Yeah, essentially, just wait till the water pressure water comes into your car. Yeah, hold your breath, wait for the pressure differential, and just open the door and swim out. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could also like break the window. And swim out the window. It's really hard to break a car window. Oh, you get a special tool. They have a special tool that'll just break, yeah. the, break the glass. I got a special tool, too. It's called my brain, where I don't drive uh, into fucking rivers and shit. Well, you're not going to find yourself in a heap of trouble. <laughs> They're probably just trying to outrun Cooter. Oh, boy. <laughs> you get them Duke boys! <laughs> <laughs> Next issue! <laughs> Uh, so Jade Stanley, 35, hey, that's your age. Oh, hey. Has launched- Lots of 35-year-olds in this. I know, right? This... There's a lot of 35-year-olds in this episode. Uh, There's lots of them. Episode 47, the 35-year-olds. Lots of 35-year-olds. Uh, so Jade Stanley, a 35-year-old, has launched Sex Doll Official. Yes. In 2018. Yes. A company which sells customizable is, sex dolls. Yes, this is my generation. Yes. Uh, Stanley offers a special bereavement service. No. For those suffering from loneliness. No. Uh, whereby she creates a replica of the dead partner. Oh, no. Black Mirror is real. It's real. <laughs> it is li- that's literally an episode of Black Mirror, except for they were like androids instead of a sex doll. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's because we haven't perfected Android yet. So Not yet. I'm sure that will be somewhere down the future. I'm sure that'll be called like. Maybe uh, if we're still doing this when we're 70. Android Snowflake. We're doing episode or season thirty-five of the hour. <laughs> season thirty-five, episode forty-six. <laughs> we'll be seventy years old, and we'll have our sex dolls of our dead wives. 
<laughs> You're there, they'll have their sex dolls of us. Oh, yeah, that's more likely because men die soon. And I mean, do they really need a sex doll? <laughs> no, they okay. definitely don't. Yeah. They just need a comfy bed. So here's the thing. Like, you can customize like, for anyone. So, okay, so if you're going to make a sex doll do you that, want, that looks like me, are you going to make it look exactly like me? I don't think so. I mean, do you want to, like, cry while having sex with, it? like, you're right, right. dead, and all I have <laughs> is this rubber doll that looks like you? No, you want to make it look kind of like me, right? With my face or whatever, but maybe not my face. And then, like, a hot body instead of my doughy ass. Yeah, it'll be like your face, only large, more like a Large you know, nippled, like... Uh, you know, crease under the boobs, mullet body, dick. mullet dick. It's growing out. <laughs> <laughs> My mullet pubes are growing out. Uh, did it jump a uh, drawbridge? <laughs> no, but I'm going to get a crew cut next time. Just imagine <laughs> what that looks like. I think you should get the rat tail. <laughs> <laughs> one. Is the tail on like the taint hair? <laughs> it's, it's off of one ball. And you get to, you get to braid it. <laughs> you do. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, so you can customize these sex dolls to make it look just like your dead partner. So, uh, Miss Stanley says, loneliness is a massive issue in the UK, and I think one of the most surprising aspects of this industry for me is it's really not all seedy and sexual. Really? It really isn't. Really? I've had lots of customers who genuinely come to me and they want a doll for comfort purposes only. I think that's fantastic. I think in the case I'm fulfilling my job by providing comfort to somebody in their time of need. Like those guys from uh, Japan that what? we did a story on like weeks ago. Which guys? The, the guys with the real dolls, like the sex dolls that they take on vacation and shit. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. That's basically yeah. it, oh, They're right? not from Japan. Yeah, they were Japanese. They were weeboos, right? What? They're weeboo guys that, that are into Japanese culture, but they're not actually Japanese. No, I think they're actually Japanese. Oh, okay. I'll have to go back on the Facebook and look. Oh. I posted the video, so the whole mini documentary on them. Oh, good. Yeah. So, but when it comes to replicas of living people, uh, you have to have written permission from the person in question. Like in that one episode, when that creepy guy wanted to have like a um, holodeck version, a holosuite version of Major Kira. Oh yeah, wasn't he like trying to covertly scan her so that he could? Quark was. Quark was. That's yeah. right. I knew some covert scanning was going on. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so apparently after you're dead, your likeness can just be strewn about Well, I mean, the they can't universe. ask you, right? Well, they can't ask you, but I guess I, maybe I'll put that in my will. Please do not duplicate me in any sort of sex doll form uh, from here to eternity. But Jeff, how will I not be lonely? <laughs> You'll find other ways to not be lonely. <laughs> Listen, there are plenty of like sub-average looking fat dudes out there that you could occupy your time with, I'm sure. <laughs> Uh, these are not cheap, though. The basic model, called Amelia, oh, costs £1,295, while customizable dolls range between three and £5,000. I have resisted um, sending you stories about, and I don't want to talk too much about it, but like there are child sex dolls. Oh, um, gross. And it's not technically illegal, but they want to like, make them illegal in UK, I think. Um because they're super realistic and it's disgusting. So I, I just don't want to talk about it because it makes me mad and yeah. it's grossed out and stuff. Um, because normally any sex doll story I, story I see, I'm like, yeah, we're doing that one. Sex doll story, we got it. Toronto sex dolls, uh, Japanese sex dolls, dead sex dolls, whatever. We're doing it, but not the kid ones. It's too much. 
Yeah. <laughs> There's a big debate on that, actually, but I don't want to talk about it. Uh, that's that's fine with it's me. It's on Reddit. Hmm. Well. Read it, read it on Reddit. Uh, I probably prefer not to. Yeah, probably not. It so. Sounds like the gross underbelly of the internet. <laughs> that is actually, um, that's actually just my penis. Oh. This is my gross underbelly. <laughs> It's because it hangs over. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. On. Next issue. Uh, so, apparently bees can count. Oh, yay. I'm so happy for these bees. Yeah, so a team at uh, a university in France uh-huh. is the first to show that honeybees, like other vertebrates, can recognize a specific value, not just a relative value. Oh. This means that they know the number three instead of simply recognizing three is greater than two. How do they know that they know this? This was very confusing. I read this article like five times trying to understand. This was a scientific article. It was very scientific. And like they had a link to the actual study and like the abstract and like the whole thing. Like it's very scientific. Uh, So basically what they do is they have this kind of Y-shaped box and the bee flies in and they have to figure out which way they want to go for their, you know, treat, their sugar water reward. Their bee treat. Yes, their bee treat. Uh, What's the deal? Uh, You like jazz? (laughs) Which way do I go so that I can marry and fuck the lady? That's a terrible movie. B movie. Ugh. There was a, um, I, I talk about it too much, but there was a Reddit thread, um, like which bad guy in the movie was actually not a bad guy. And it's like the boyfriend in this movie was actually not a bad guy. <laughs> he's very, because his wife's falling in love with, or his uh, fiance, like, or whatever, yeah, is like falling like, in love with the bee. Like <laughs> I agree. So I agree. Uh, so yeah, so basically they have this Y-shaped box yeah. and the bee has to go one way or the other to sure. get the sugar reward. Yeah. Uh, and so they taught it how to do that. And then they put numbers up, well, not like they didn't draw numbers, but they had like three dots, two dots, or four dots. Uh, and so they had them, you know, going one way or the other to get the the sugar reward. Uh-huh. And then they started mis- switching them up to see if like, oh, are they only going to the three dots because, or are they only going left because that's where the three dots were? Uh, and so that they know that's where the treat is. So we'll put the, you know, two dots and like, we'll switch the numbers around so that three is either bigger or smaller. Okay. Based on what the other number is. So it is either two, three or three, four. And so if it was three, four, they switched it to two, three. And if it was two, three, they switched it to three, four. Okay. Uh, and so the B's still like, and we're, we're going for the three. Really? And, like they knew what the three was. And the like, B's oh, no. knew. Yeah. They're like three. Wait a minute. Three is the one. I like three. Three is a good number. Huh. Uh, so yeah, I guess that's how they figured it out. It's very complex. Like I said, I, I read it multiple times trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. Yeah. Uh, and it was not an easy thing to follow. We should do more scientific stories like this. Have you noticed, by the way, if when you search um, Google lately in the last maybe month or two, mm-hmm. that you get more scholarly articles at the top of your search results? Have you noticed this with like uh, abstracts and stuff? Specifically like when I'm, I'm searching for like medical stuff. I don't feel like I have done a lot of Google searches lately. Yeah. Like when we searched, when Google searched for dad jokes earlier, uh-huh. that's not going to bring up a lot of scholarly no. articles. No. But when I searched like, you know, recovery from whatever surgery or, you know, um, what's this weird thing coming out of my butt? I, I It would have a scholarly article. They're like, it's a dick. Right. Uh, oh. oh, that's what that is. Okay. Abstract. It's a dick. I always thought that you'd let them come in your butt. <laughs> not out of your butt. <laughs> 
Uh, However they want it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I have seen, though, on Facebook, people were posting this video of this ridiculous-looking amusement park ride. Yeah. Uh, and as I saw it, like, I was showing my wife, and I was like, look at this thing. And both of us were like, I don't understand the physics of how this would work. Like, how – I want to understand how this possibly would work. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, I scrolled down a little bit, and it said uh, – Related articles, and it basically was like, this is a fake video. Oh, and so it like had these all these related articles explaining that that video oh. was phony. It's a deep uh, fake. And then I was like, okay, well, that makes sense because I don't understand how they could drop – because basically like all the people like dropped like bungee cords from this round device that was going up – uh, kind of like the Sky Needle at Cedar Point, like uh-huh. you know, it goes up, but then like it drops all the people in kind of a bungee thing, and then starts turn spinning. And I just fucked up my. Sorry, I just hit the mute button there as, as I was. <laughs> he was. I was gesturing wildly. Yeah, gesticulating <laughs> widely. Uh, yeah, so basically, I was like, I don't understand how that they don't get tangled and hit into things. And, right. Yeah, that'd be bad. And then like I scrolled down, and I was like, oh, okay, well that makes more sense hmm. now. So. Well, in related to bee news, I just read that forty uh, percent, or no, I'm sorry, uh, beekeepers lost forty percent of their hives this year. But that's beekeepers, not wild bees. What's the difference? Uh, well, they're bees, right? Well, and they're out in the wild. Beekeepers no, they're don't, not. They don't keep bees in like they keep them I mean, in boxes. They keep them in boxes, but they let them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to go like. You know, snuffle on some flowers, or whatever. Yeah, but they're they're a product, not just like wild bees that are out doing their normal. Bee but things. isn't isn't that like indicative? they sell the bees to farms to help them pollinate? Isn't that indicative of of other bee death that they can't track? Mm, not necessarily. Okay. Because uh, just because like a, think of it like this: the captive population of like koala bears dying. That doesn't indicate that wild koala bears are having a problem. What? We just did a story about how they were were functionally extinct. Fine, I'm yeah, fine. Uh, you know what? We're at an captive, hour and five minutes. Fine. I don't want to argue with snakes, you about it. Captive snakes, captive snakes, captive uh, boa constrictors. Nobody all keeps dying. snakes. The point is, just because they're captive and dying doesn't mean the wild ones are having the same problem. All right. So, Jason. Yes. Besides the fact that you're wrong about many things, what did we learn today? Uh, well, one, we learned fuck you. <laughs> Perfect. We learned that uh, if you're a sewer worker in India, don't go down there. <laughs> just hold your nose. Yeah. Just if there nose. Are other de- yeah, just hold your nose until you can't breathe and you pass yeah. out. Uh, we learned that if you feed meth to a squirrel uh, and keep it caged, it's not going to be very helpful in the attack squirrel. I and mean, that's really illegal anyway because in Alabama, it's only for marrying. Right. Don't keep a squirrel in a cage. Mm-hmm. Don't pe- Don't put baby in a corner. You got to let your wad of squirrels free. <laughs> we learned that uh, if you're going to jump a drawbridge, you might as well just leave the the gate down. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're going to die anyway. Uh, we learned that if people want to starfish their dead partner, then they have to get a, a doll to do that. Yeah, how could they both starfish? You can't. There's no movement. You just have to wait for an earthquake. We're talking about no, no movement during sex. Oh, you could get a, a vibrating bed. There you go, yeah. Yeah. They used to be like a like a comical trope in like old TV shows. Yeah. Oh, the the vibrating yeah, bed. Put the. How how common were those back I don't know. then? I don't know. Anyway, uh, common and, enough that they can make jokes about it. <laughs> apparently. So. And also, we learned uh, that honeybees uh, can count, and I think that's wonderful. And the fiance and bee movie was properly 
unhappy with what was going on. He, he was, was an not, okay guy. He's not the villain. Yeah. And this hour has been an hour and seven minutes. You know, Jeff. Yes. I am, uh, you know what I'm sick of when I think about fathers. What's that? The the media, like television entertainment trope of the bad dad. Like Not what like, do you mean? Like the, the incompetent bumbling boob, the fool. Oh. The, I can't do anything right. I l- was left two minutes alone with my children and the entire house is on fire now. Yeah. You know, oh, my wife walked out the door and suddenly the kids have like hives and the thing that was in the oven just exploded and I don't know how to change a diaper. And That was like half the plot of The Incredibles too. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess they get the excuse that The Incredibles is clearly set in like the 60s. Oh, is it really? It, I mean, it looks very... Oh, okay. It, uh, it, it has that like future, but in that retro future oh, kind of way. Oh, that's kind of like, like a Batman thing where... I mean, so I assume yeah. that it was maybe I don't know. Well, and they they talk a lot about like you know, there's very like a male dominance kind of thing going on. Like right. well, this is just the natural way of things. I right. Going, yeah. blah, 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 blah. I went to a restaurant uh, with my daughter and my wife. She was doing something else. I don't know. And uh, this old lady was like, "I think it's really nice that you guys are out together." I was like, "Oh, really?" And she's like, "Yeah, I just think it's really nice." I'm like, "Wow, thanks." That's the thing. You get praise for doing nothing, right? Like, I didn't need praise. I'm, I'm no. eating with, like, like oh eating dinner gosh. with my daughter. What a hero that you are. That yeah. You're, like, oh, I guess someone's babysitting today. Uh, no, it's my no. kid. Yeah. So I had this idea for a YouTube video because I have all these ideas for YouTube videos that I will not come to fruition. So I might as well just say them on the podcast. And that way I can say I did them because they're on the podcast. Yeah, we could so just do them. We could. Let's I'm very motivated. Them. Yeah, I mean, not me. <laughs> so I'll make you motivated. Never. No, I can't. You'll be. do it. No. Episode 47. Okay. So, I mean, we did this, right? 47. So, um, like, it's like a, it's like a, a dad, like a, you know, mid-30s, mid-40s dad. And he's like, I don't know, uh, trying to do something in the yard. And he, like, rolls in mud or something. And um, he's, I had just trying to mow, mow the grass. And, like, the mower blows up. And he rolls around in the mud. And then he comes inside. And he starts rolling around on the floor and getting mud all over the floor. And he's like, uh, you know, he's, like, acting all crazy and drunk or whatever. And then he goes, he like does the worm into like off camera and this lady comes on the camera and she goes, my husband's a fucking idiot. That's why I use pine salt. And then she's like mopping the floor and shit. (laughs) (laughs) So beyond that, there's also that trope of um, like dads or people being caught doing embarrassing things like dancing by themselves or whatever. I hate that too. Commercials are the worst. Also the overprotective like. I'm going to kill you if you touch my, my oh, daughter. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Urgh. Right. <sighs> Stupid. Gross. It's pretty gross. I'm not going to... I don't care. Like, if my daughter's older, I'm just going to be like, okay. Yeah. Whatever. You, you do you. I, I can't maybe Maybe we can you know, teach our daughters to accurately evaluate the people that they are yeah. spending time with and trust them to make good choices. Make the right decisions. Get out of there if you're uncomfortable. Don't let mm-hmm. anyone take care of advantage of your body just because they say they love you or whatever they say. Just well, don't let them do it. As long as they don't become loser teen moms. They cannot <laughs> become loser teen moms and not graduate high school because that'd be the worst. Or even community college.